This is Ashley Ramsey with the Slay the Giants podcast, the show where we slay our giants and conquer our fears. You will hear from myself and some amazing experts on subjects that matter most to you. Through their stories, you will be empowered and enlightened. Are you ready to slay your giant? Come on, let's go. Hey, Slay the Giant family. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm super excited that you are here to join me. Um, Last week, we talked about marriage in the pandemic, and boy, oh boy, did we get so much feedback, and um, folks were just really happy to hear from David and Ebony. And this week, we have a phenomenal guest. Her name is Carrie Ann Green. Well, hold on. It's not just Carrie Carrie Ann Green. It's Prophetess anointed woman of God, just so many wonderful accolades. And she's like laughing at me. If you can see her face soon, the video will be posted on YouTube, but she's just so talented. She's a dancer. Um, she has done so much in ministry. Um, I mean, Karen is the type of person, whatever she can put her hands to do, she will do it. And she does it to the glory of God. She's a singer. Um, she's a member of my church, Rehobo Church of God, and um, I just enjoy her company and always get a laugh when I talk to her. Um, just a strong woman of God, a woman of faith, and she is single <laughs> and ready to mingle. <laughs> For those of you who are listening who are single and available, <laughs> we'll give her information in. <laughs> but we're, we're going to have a good time today. So today's podcast is all about being single in the middle of a pandemic. And boy, oh boy, that's a challenge. Many of my friends have shared the struggle of um, trying to date, trying to get to know different individuals while being in the midst of a pandemic. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're, we're going to be real. We're going to be relevant. And I hope I hope that everyone can take away something. If you're not single and you're married and you have a single friend, listen to this information so that you know how to minister, how to encourage them, how to strengthen them during this time. At this time, I want to invite and welcome um, evangelist, reverend, <laughs> sister, everybody's friend, uh, Carrie and Green. Welcome to the show. Hello, Ashley. Hello, everyone out there. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yay. Awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I think you covered so much. I am Carrie and I am from Connecticut, born and raised here, went to school in Tennessee, came back to Connecticut, went back to school in Tennessee, came back to Connecticut, you know? So yeah, but I think you covered everything. I sing, I dance, I preach, I teach. I love people. Yeah. Yeah. It's all of it. All of it. So you're a graduate of Lee University. You went there for four years and then you also uh, got your master's of divinity or correct me if I'm saying it wrong. Okay, good. From the Pentecostal Theological Seminary. And what was your emphasis in there? Um, Marriage and family counseling. Okay, excellent. And then your bachelor's is in political science. Political science, science yeah. Excellent. So like you're now in a season where you're like things are coming full circle for you, especially for that degree. I know that you are working um to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yes. gonna we're 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 speaking it into existence. Yes, receive it. <laughs> Yeah. So she's in the process of doing that. And so um, we're just excited to see all that God will do in and through you. But I want you to share a little bit about your single journey. Um, I know that you've been in quite a few weddings. My God, 
I've been in a total of, I think it's 16. I think it's 16, wow. 16 weddings that has been in on, in the roles of a maid of honor, bridesmaid, um, yeah, a wedding singer. No, sorry. Just maid of honor and bridesmaid in 16. And then I've also sang in a few weddings. Uh, yeah. So I am 27 dresses the same, the sequel period. <laughs> so I love the fact that you have been in so many weddings because it shows that you are such a great friend to so many people and they want you to be involved in it and you are gathering ideas for your own. I'm okay. sure you have a list of things that you can now pull from and people that you can now pull from um, to gather your own uh, ideas and put together some things for your big day. Um, So I want you to share a little bit about your single journey, um, some of the challenges, the benefits. Tell me a little bit about the single journey for you. Well, the single journey for me has been a very long one. Um, I have not been in a serious relationship since (laughs) I might give away some secrets of my life, Um, but since like high school. Um, Yeah, I have, I've talked to people, you know, but because I'm not a person that likes to waste time, if I just see that this is not going anywhere, that it's not productive, that we're just not here, then I'm just going to cut it off. We can be friends, but I'm just going to there's no reason to continue in that, you know, vein. So the single journey for me has been a very, very long one. Um, mostly, most of it by choice because I was concentrated on school, concentrated on just trying to get my life together, um, make sure that my who I am was uh, solid, that I was certain of who I am and just what I wanted out of my life. And then um, the other part of that journey has been by God's choice, because there have been many individuals that I've been interested in and the Lord is like, yep, nope, not that one. Yep, nope, not that one. Or um, as the word of God came to me uh, one time through a minister, um, she was like, the Lord said, he's going to bless you. Um, but he wants you to himself right now. So I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. So yeah, that has been my single journey. It has not been easy much of the time because, you know, you do get lonely. You absolutely do get lonely, especially having been in 30, 11 million weddings, you get lonely, you get, um, you know, frustrated, uh, you get just, just, sad sometimes. And you have to remind yourself that it's not because you're not desirable. It's just, it's just not the time yet. So that's been my journey. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Something that came to mind when you were talking is um, discernment and really hearing from God in, in the process of dating and getting to know someone. How important is discernment in prayer when you have a prospect, you have someone that comes up to you and they're interested, how important is that prayer and in, in using the spiritual discernment to know what God has for you? That is the most important thing because um, <laughs> without prayer and discernment, a lot of people end up in very embarrassing situations, very hurtful situations, very destroying situations that they have to spend so much time healing from. When from the beginning, if they had prayed about it and really just listened to God, they could have avoided so much. And so I know that I'm trying to break some cycles in my family. I'm trying to break some some, um, generational things in my family. And in order for me to do that, 
discernment and prayer have to be at the forefront of my relationships. Um, so yeah, please pray about everything. Everything, right? Including, yeah. including men that you meet in the church, right? No, especially men that you meet in the church. My God. I brought that up because I find I have, you know, a lot of friends who tell me, you know, that they're dealing with so many of the things that they think that they would be dealing with men who are not saved. They're dealing with some of the same things with men who are Christian and in the church. And I I always say that, you know, part of that is we spend so much time training women for marriage and preparing women. And we have all these women's conferences about how to be a good wife, you know, how to do certain things as a mother and all those things. But the preparation process is not the same for men in a lot of um, in, in a lot of environments. And so there's a little bit more um, pre- preparation on the female side. And then the males, you're like, okay, you know, why aren't they, you know, devoted? Why aren't they faithful? Why aren't they loyal? Why is it that there's certain skills that, that aren't, you know, developed there? And, and part of it is we do spend a lot of time training women, but I'm looking forward to the day where, son, you know, our sons and our men are trained as well to just be good husbands and good fathers um, mm-hmm. and, and show that they are, um, men who can, you know, raise a a strong family, um, can break generational curses, as you have already said, men who can water their wives with the word, the the woman that they're with, with the word, men who are on fire for God. And, you know, so I I believe that God is going to raise that generation of men up. I see it happening. Um, But, you know, I think that's one of the challenges of a lot of uh, Christian single women right now is that they're like, where are the men who are you know, serious about the things of God. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. I'm doing this. I'm, you know, I have this job. I have this thing going for myself, but what about the men? And, you know, so I know that's one of the challenges that I see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like we are taught how to keep ourselves. You're taught to, you know, you have to be pure. You have to be this, you have to be that. And so, you know, like you said, we, it's been drilled in our heads. Like, we have to do this in order to be prepared for a marriage. But then, okay, so is anybody having the same conversation with my brother to my left and my right? Like, you know, because right now, as we're seeing in this time of exposure, so many of our men are dying and their legacies are being tarnished or they're alive and their legacies are being tarnished because sexual behavior and relationship behavior and stuff like that. And it's men. It's mostly men. Like, yeah, I'm sure there are women out there. I mean, they're involved with the men, but there are women out there that are probably caught up in their own scandals and things like that. But it's so many of our men. Why? Because we, I believe that they've been coddled. So, so many of our men have just been coddled and just, it's always, you know, well, they're a man. You have to just understand. Oh, they're sexual beings. So you have to just understand. No, no, no. The same weight of responsibility that you put on a female to keep herself for another individual needs to be placed on the man for the female as well. It has to be, there has to be some kind of balance there. And I don't think it's been there for a long time, which is why we have <clears throat> the Derek Jacksons of our world <clears throat> right now. Let's talk about that, right? Which is why. I, you know, I read some of the articles. I've been seeing the memes on Derek Jackson and, you know, just to hear some of the things that, you know, 
came out over time just of how he's cheated on his wife. And then I'm hearing about different women. I don't know how true it is or not. Um, but I do remember him clearly making a statement when all of that stuff was going down with John Gray. And he mm-hmm. had so much to say. And I mean, he has a lot to say about a lot of different people who have mm-hmm. been you know, unfaithful to their marriage or what have you. But it's just very interesting that now the tables are turned and mm-hmm. you start to see a different side of him. So first of all, I just want to put out there, like we have to be careful about the type of relationship advice we're getting um, yeah. from the different voices because we don't know a lot of these people's backgrounds. They make yeah. one statement, we love it, and then they're going viral. But we don't really know what the truth is of, of their circumstances or their situation. If they they have a strong marriage, if not, we don't, we don't know that. And now we're realizing that we need to have background knowledge on who we're receiving information from. And this is why that that exact statement is why it kind of burns me inside when I hear people say, oh, as a married couple, never take advice from a single person. And here's why I'm going to say it kind of ticks me off, because I've seen many, many couples be destroyed by married couples. Okay, I've seen many couples be be destroyed by married couples who are going through their own situations and giving poor advice based on their own situations. I have seen many just I've seen a lot of it, including my own family. I've seen a lot of it. So like you said, it's not just about the status of their relationship, because wisdom comes from God, period. Wisdom comes from God. And because wisdom comes from God, I can have insight or a single person can have insight into something that maybe you may not get from a married person, not because they're married or not because just simply because the wisdom of God is given. And somebody made a joke the other day, but it was so funny because we take everybody who's saying like, oh, yeah, don't listen to a single person because da, 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 da. We take our advice on marriage from the Bible and from Paul, who was single. Single. (laughs) Good point. He was single. So your whole argument is knocked down simply by that point that he wrote. How many books? 13? And we base our biblical marriages on that, those, his principles. And he was single. Very single. Very single. And desiring for many of us to remain single with him. Right. So, you know, the wisdom of God, you just have to know discernment. You have to have discernment. And I say this to say, like, even as a counselor, you know, you can be a single counselor and counsel married people as long because there's skills. It's a skill set. You know, there's things that you learn how to handle people, whether they're single or married. You know, some of the best counselors I know are actually single people. So, so, you know, it's just about discernment because as we see right now, we got so many marriages that are false. They are pretentious, hypocritical. Wow. Wow. I was listening. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I was listening to, um, another, um, podcast that sometimes I listen to and they were talking about how, you know, while you're single that you should really just enjoy that season of your life because there are some people who 
may have gotten married and maybe they got married really young. And, you know, now they're looking back saying, I wish I had spent some more time in my singlehood, getting to know who I am, mm-hmm. getting to know my interests, my hobbies, what the things I like, the things I wanted to, you know, do in the future. Um, and so I think that's a huge part of that single place of like really learning yourself, loving yourself, um, getting to know your likes and dislikes. And, you know, being single is not all bad when you, you know, think about the fact that you have your time to yourself. You can spend your money how you want to spend it. Mm. You don't have to ask anyone about, you know, I got, I want to take this trip. Nope. You don't have to consult with anybody but the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I think, and it also is a time to just get to know yourself and understand yeah. yourself, what, what you want out of life. And then, then you're more apt to choose the right partner and you're not out of, you know, loneliness or trying to, you know, just get someone, but you're choosing out of really understanding who you are and who's going to be a better, best fit to, um, accommodate you and and support you in in the things that you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can say for myself that, um, being single though, sometimes, sometimes you do get, you know, a little lonely, but it has been a great time because child boo, when I roll over in my bed, when I'm tired and there's nobody next to me, I'm like, God, thank you. I can go to sleep. I can wake up when I want to and have the whole bed to myself. and have the entire bed to myself. It's wonderful. Like there are moments, there are absolutely moments where I'm glad that I am by myself and have no one to answer to, but me and Jesus, like if, if there's ab- there are absolutely wonderful benefits of being single. And, you know, I have been able to just accomplish so much more than I would have had I been in a relationship. I know that for a fact, because I, I put all of my energy into one thing. Like I just got to focus on this one thing. If see if it works when it works, whatever. So I know that if I was in a relationship, I'd absolutely be distracted. (laughs) I'd be distracted. Well, prior to this moment, I think now I'm more ready now than before, before I would have been very distracted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I think so. I think that season of singleness is just, you know, work on your degrees, work on yourself, get healthy, you know, do things that you really want to do, travel, you know, see the world, enjoy yourself. And so that when the right person comes, you can just have a partner and it's like a best friend that you can do Mm -hmm. all of these things with. So, um, you know, no one's glorifying marriage over being single. Um, you know, I think it's important for us to acknowledge that, you know, being mm-hmm. single is not a bad thing. What What are some, you know, so, sometimes I talk to singles and they tell me, you know, that they, they're always getting advice, you know, speaking of advice, they're always mm-hmm. getting advice, um, from different people. What are some things you hear from different people regarding singlehood that you would say, probably not the best thing to say to a single? Uh, um, let's see. I don't, I don't know. Maybe because I don't really ask people's advice. <laughs> Maybe because I don't really ask people's people's advice. Like, um, well, I'll uh, tell you. I'll start off. So yeah, I hear a yeah. lot of times um, people saying, "Oh, you should just get out there and just live it up." And I that's think that, it. Yes, <laughs> that's it. I think you know that's challenging, right? Because as a believer, you know, getting out there looks different. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's different than what another person can do and be involved in. And not that as a believer, you can't have fun and you can't get out there and get to know people and have a good time, but you know, you have your standards. And so those standards don't change, you know, mm-hmm. because you're single and you're trying to find someone. And so yeah. I think that's important to think about um, as well. And then I think, you know, then you have to teeter that balance of, okay, getting out there and then waiting on the Lord. Right. So, you know, you're waiting on God, but what exactly does that look like? And I, I will say that, you know, I do believe in waiting on God and God's timing is perfect and his timing will, you'll find the right person. I believe that wholeheartedly, but I also believe that you got to get out of the house. You got to, you know, the phone. You you got to be open to to, to receiving what God has for you. So, Um, I think those components are important. We got to teeter that balance. Um, But what words of wisdom, um, final words of wisdom would you give a single um, who may be discouraged, maybe feeling lonely? It's a pandemic. They're trying to figure out, okay, it's hard to date, you know, when you're in the middle of a pandemic, what are some things that you can suggest or encourage them by? Okay. So um, back to your last point, um, be somewhere. (laughs) be present somewhere. So because we can't always be um, physically present, I will say, and again, putting myself out there a little bit more than I normally would, um, I would say dating apps, honestly, I have nothing, I have nothing against them because with wisdom, my God, with wisdom, because (laughs) some of these dating apps are not for you. They're not for you. They're not for you. Okay. Um, with that said, yeah, I, I have nothing against dating apps because um, if your intention is right, if your intention is right, then you will be okay. Um, you just, your intentions have to be pure. Your intentions have to be right when using dating apps, because a lot of people are going to come at you with a mm-hmm. lot of different things, a lot of different things. They're going to come, but you just have to. Um, just hold on to your standards. And like you said, Ashley, you just, you just hold on to your standards because, you know, and don't, don't feel desperate. God is not subject to time. Like, don't look at yourself and be like, well, you know, I'm 30, I'm 35, I'm 40. Oh my gosh. I don't have kids yet. Like God is not subject to time. Like don't, don't be desperate because your desperation will get you into trouble. Don't be desperate. But yeah, I think, I think just get out there, be present. Like, I think you told me, Ashley, one, one time, go to where men are. Like, go to, where did, where did you tell me? Uh, uh, I know people, you know, think about the type of man you would like to meet and find where he is. Like, yes. so I was saying, like, tr- you know, Trader Joe's. Um, yes, that's what it was, Trader uh, Joe's. Home Depot. My mom always says, <laughs> go to Lowe's, go to Home Depot, put your makeup on, look fresh, just go right on in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> go get, because go get your light bulbs. <laughs> do, do something like, honestly, unless God sends the mailman to your house to come ring your doorbell, says nobody's going to see you. Nobody's going to find you. Like, go be present. Go do something. And everybody wants to use Ruth and Boaz as an example. Okay, well, let's use them. Ruth was busy. (laughs) She was minding her business. She was just trying to, you know, get some food. She was trying to handle her business and stuff like that. And in process of just being out there, that's when she was seen by Boaz. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So you sitting down and just looking cute with your makeup on, it's not, that's, that's not enough. Put yeah. yourself out there. Like mm. it's okay. It's okay to be a little bit m- more confident and don't be intimidated or 
not intimidated, but yeah, don't be intimidated by the process. Just go out there and just have fun. A little bit of fun, not a whole lot of fun, a little bit of fun. And yeah, that's what I would say. Be present. Yeah. The car wash is another location that I always tell Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me, um, I need to get my car clean. Let me go ahead <laughs> on. Oh, Absolutely. And I think also good. Another tip is like, if you have friends who know of another single person and they know who you are, they know who the other person is, ask, hey, hook me up. I have heard so many stories of people who have been connected through friendship um, simply mm-hmm. by two people or, you know, someone having a party, they come together and they, they're like, oh, you know, let's introduce these two people, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, definitely be open to that kind of thing. But um, absolutely. Yeah. I'm super hopeful for singles. I believe that God has a plan for each one of your lives and whatever it is, I know that he's going to reveal it. And I just want you to be, um, be hopeful and, uh, have faith and trust in God that he's going to do what he promised and, um, keep believing, keep the faith. Mm-hmm. Any last words, Kirian? Uh, his timing is perfect. Uh, and when you do go on dates, date, like just have, Go go on dates. It's okay. I think it's absolutely okay to go on dates. And always have a wingman. Make sure your friends know where you are. You know, send them your location or have them somewhere in the vicinity. Do not go alone because people are crazy out here. So, you know, but I I I support dating um, you know, with wisdom. You have to you have to get to know people somehow. So yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I love all that. That's some really practical advice. Really mm-hmm. good. Well, thank you, Say the Giant family, for listening. Uh, we appreciate you for joining us. Please leave a review um, at the end of this. Um, and we look forward to talking to you again. Um, and uh, God bless until we meet again. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please give us your feedback by leaving a review. And let's stay connected. You can follow me on Instagram at she underscore slays underscore giants underscore and Ashley Ramsey on Facebook. Looking forward to hearing from you. Bye bye.